Today's episode is going to be a huge reminder that you are the medicine that you need, that all parts of you deserve love, that all parts of your expression are worthy and holy and divine. And I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest this week, Annaline. Annaline is a love and liberation artist. She calls women forward into their highest expression through deep presence, coaching, ceremony, and embodiment practices using breath, sound, and movement. She is also the visionary behind the free to be movement, hashtag free to be movement, and host of the free to be podcast. And I am so excited to introduce you to her. Here's a little sneak peek on what we're talking about in the next little audio clip. The magic that happens when a bunch of women come together is just absolutely mind-blowing to me when we can come together with our own prayers and our own intentions but then also a collective prayer and collective intentions and the power of our pure hearts and presence and deep care like i see you i mean that is such a gift this episode is sponsored by Self-Expressed Babe, aka me, my business, and I wanted to take a little moment to invite you into Heart Magic and to tell you about it. Heart Magic is my breast massage course for women, and in this course you are guided to connect with your heart, you're guided to release, you're guided to really build inner intimacy and take space for you to connect with yourself centrally. And what happens when you adapt this kind of a practice into your self-care, it really grounds you into your body. You get to know your body more. You get to really release emotions and look at yourself in new ways. Look at all these different perspectives of you and all these pieces of you and, and remember that it's all worthy of love and that it's all okay. And I know that a lot of feels can come up with breast massage. So within Heart Magic, it really is a course to support you in making breast massage a daily practice. So there's not only breast massage in there, but there's also embodiment practices, breathwork practices. There's a deep dive journal, and there are a lot of videos in there to support you in how to move through the practice when resistance is coming up how to give yourself space, and also devote yourself to a practice. And if you are listening to this podcast on the day or the week that it drops in April 2023, we are about to do a live round of Heart Magic. And within this live round, we will be together in a Telegram group for three weeks. So you're getting access to the course plus access to three weeks of Telegram, and we're going to deep dive into 11 themes. And you can find all of those details, the themes that we're diving into, in the link that I included in the description below. So it's just self-express-babe slash heart-magic. And also, if you are listening to this live, we have an upcoming unrecorded share circle coming on May 11th, 2023. And uh, this share circle is going to kind of close out our live space and our telegram space. So if this is calling you, if you feel a pull, I would love to hold the space for you to be in heart magic, whether you're listening to this in April 2023 or sometime in the future. The link is in the description below. All right, now let's get into today's episode.
Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at selfexpressbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. There's no like, you have to get up at this time, even if your body is tired, like Exactly. That's something I've been really playing into is not setting alarms. <laughs> I love that for you. And I love that for me too, because that's what, when I think of the feminine, mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, she wants to be free and like, mm-hmm. she wants to listen to herself and to her body. And so like, if there's an alarm clock going off, it's like, you have to wake up. Like that's, there's going to be some resistance there. She doesn't want to do that but when we allow ourselves the gift of time and space to trust our bodies to be their own alarm clock and wake up when they want to for me that's such an invitation to allow myself to continue to flow throughout the day and tune into my body which is like my greatest compass and move in that way and so like thank you for listening to that episode (laughs) and like acknowledging that because as a mom like I mean I grew up and my mom has seven planets in Virgo. She like always follows the rules. Mm. She was always like strict. Like you're getting to school on time. We're doing all of that. And as I've grown up and as I've become a parent myself, like I do things a a lot differently. And I used to shame myself and think that that was bad or wrong, but it just didn't feel right or natural. And as I've done the work on myself and I've just like taken time to love myself, and be compassionate with myself and my own process and what feels good and flows like I've been able to um, like allow Lucy and I to wake up late and go to school late and it be no problem whatsoever and like everything's perfect and fine and we're both happy and healthy and we can actually enjoy our time together in the morning instead of feeling like super rushed or like we're doing something wrong or bad if we're not there on time Mm -hmm. as like a small minor example (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) when did um when did this kind of like honoring of the feminine and of your body as your compass start for you what were some of the like practices you first dove into Mm -hmm. I'd love to share for anyone listening who is feeling like yeah like what is this I I want I need this I need more of this (laughs) yeah like how do I tune in more with my body or like Mm -hmm. okay so well, I feel like um, like maybe three years ago was when I first really started just questioning everything in life and how I was living. But mm-hmm. it wasn't until like the past year that I allowed myself to like let everything, everything was already gradually crumbling and shifting and mm-hmm. changing. 
But then as I picked myself back up over the past year and I started to like reclaim parts of my body, that's when I started learning more about the feminine and as well as myself. And I had I had something within me, like a pulse within me that was saying, please pay attention to me, my body. Mm. I felt like so disconnected from my body. I used to feel mm-hmm. really I didn't know what the anatomy of the female body was I felt like a little naive child that didn't know anything about what it was to be a woman or anything about her sexuality or her pleasure Um, Mm -hmm. also like grew up Catholic and so like self-pleasure those types of things were bad or wrong or sinful or you were gonna go to hell and so I was like terrified even though I had these pure innocent curiosities to learn more about myself And so I really allowed myself to dive into that. And like, that's really helped um, shape me and mold me to, to be able, like, it was like a permission slip to start exploring or working with like one-on-one coaches and mentors that has really helped liberate me. But like, additionally, one of my favorite things to do to tune in with my feminine is there's multiple things, but one is dance, dancing. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Yes. And like allowing like just even pausing before you play any music and just allowing yourself to tune in with with your body like what even kind of mood am I in right now or what mood do I want to activate in myself is it is it like sensual is Mm -hmm. it am I feeling sad is it like angry or like warrior type of energy or is it like I want to feel free and like I'm at a music festival like for me I'm like let's listen to some EDM music like some (laughs) Deza like whatever it is. And then I'll start playing music on Spotify that feels like resembles that to me. And mm-hmm. I allowed myself to just move. And, and, and that's been such a good practice for me because I've, I've been notorious for being in my mind. And I know Same. that like, <laughs> yeah, I've been notorious for being in my mind and living in my mind, which used to cause a lot of anxiety and fear mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten out of the mind and more into my body, which I feel like is the not like is our to me that feels like you're when you can move from the body you're moving from a place of more um alignment and like your heart mm-hmm. instead of the mind or the worry you're moving from a place of fullness exactly the mind is what's what's getting like programmed and conditioned by society exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> And the body is always going to hold like what's actually true and authentic. Yes. So that's (laughs) been such a practice and everything that has been programmed within the mind, like my body's like my body's had a reaction to that. So that's where a lot of the work or the healing work has Mm -hmm. been through the beginning is like allowing myself to feel that and shake it out or cry it out or laugh it out or whatever it is. And that'll be a continuous journey forever. But it feels like it's easier and easier the more that it's just become Mm. a practice it's just become second nature it's like become who I am and like how I live my life like I'm devoted to honoring my feelings because they matter and they hold messages and power within them yeah 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 so that feels so good (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's true the work does get easier as you continue and for me something that really kind of like blocked me in the beginning and something that really blocked me in the beginning is like when they would tell me to tune into how I was feeling like I wouldn't feel anything I'm like I don't don't feel like I don't feel anything and then I don't remember if it was something that I read somewhere but someone said numbness is a feeling 
Mm. Numbness a, is a feeling. <laughs> what a relief. What a relief. Right? I, I just got chills. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And I wish that I had that to support me when I was first going on my journey because I resonate with you so deeply. Because I used to feel super numb. And I remember working with a one-on-one coach and she was like, okay, close your eyes. Tune into your body. What do you feel in your root? And I was like, what do you mean? What do I feel in my root? <laughs> Nothing is in my root. I don't feel shit. Like I remember literally getting upset about it. I was like, I don't feel anything. Like, And which then perpetuated the thoughts and feelings that something's wrong yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like connected to my body. I'm not in tune. I'm you know, something's wrong or I'm just dumb, I guess. And like, and I'm so grateful that like, I continue to work with the coach and like, I still like, you know, it takes a practice. It was like a devotion to myself to continue to show up and choose Mm -hmm. to believe that nothing was wrong with me, even though everything inside of me and like what I was programmed to believe, like was that something was wrong with me. And like, if I had had that mantra, like numbness is a feeling, I feel like that really would have helped melt out some of my anxieties mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. that process. But it's okay, because like, everything is part of the journey and leads us to right where we are. And like, wouldn't change, wouldn't mm-hmm. change anything. But I feel mm-hmm. like that's really supportive. Numbness is a feeling and it's okay if you feel numb. Yeah we yeah, all feel that sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. whatever is happening is always perfect and I think that's where we get kind of like tripped up it's like I totally resonate with you with being in your head and feeling all of that anxiety and I'd love to know like what was the point where that started to feel better like how for me it was hearing numbness is a feeling um, because for me with my anxiety with this piece of like feeling tripped up of like, oh, we're doing something wrong. When I first got the um, guidance of tune into what you feel when you're having those anxious thoughts and like tuning into like, where is it? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your chest? Is it in your throat? And like really describing it with words, you know, like Mm -hmm. for me, when I get anxious, I always feel it as like, it feels like a fiery, prickly weird like polygonal shape with sharp Mm -hmm. edges in my in my uh, heart space like it's like fiery and it's and it's here (laughs) I I feel it here like in my higher heart when or like or my heart Mm. space but yeah like I feel it around there when I feel anxious too (laughs) Uh but to be honest, like even like how you're describing your feelings and your emotions, like, oh, I feel it as like a fiery or whatever it is. And I remember when I was first doing this work, which we touched on already, like I still remember being asked to explain, like, what do you feel? And being really mm. frustrated with myself because I was like, I don't know what I feel. Mm. I don't know mm-hmm. if I feel anything. And I just want to say to anybody who's listening, if that's you, that's perfectly okay and beautiful and it's okay that you don't feel anything but also to like pay attention to those stories that you keep telling yourself because I kept perpetuating that story by believing that I couldn't feel or didn't know how to feel Mm, yeah and yeah and the more that I like shifted that mindset or allowed myself to take the invitation to feel 
and mm-hmm. even if it was nothing like sharing that it's nothing or maybe I feel a little bit of like movement in my stomach area but I don't know or maybe I feel a little bit because I would always end it with I don't know and when <laughs> I started to pay more attention to the words that I was using that was a really empowering piece for me too because I could delete the I don't know mm. to delete the story and like yeah that helped with my journey as well yeah beautiful so I invite that too beautiful yeah yeah, it's it's hard with the feminine work and with connecting with your body. It's not just like a quick fix or a one and done. And it can be so uncomfortable. And like you said, frustrating when you start. But if we're devoted, like you said, you were devoted and you keep showing up, like eventually you're just like, you look back at yourself even a few months ago and you're like, wow, <laughs> I'm like a whole different like species of myself now. (laughs) Yes, that is the thing. It's like I look back and I'm like, I'm not even the same person that I was last week, a month ago, a year ago. Like we're always constantly shifting, changing and evolving. We're shedding. We're like, Mm -hmm. and the beautiful thing is we never lose like who we are. Mm -hmm. We never lose who we are because I used to be afraid of continually growing because I was afraid I was going to have to die to myself and like lose who Mm -hmm. I was. And while there's a truth to there's a death process and a rebirth process, like at the same time, you can have both and you still like never lose who and what you are. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can simultaneously die to yourself and like burn it all and rise again like the phoenix while still like you are like a collection of everything that you've ever been ever. Mm-hmm. And that helped set me free because... Like I remember being really afraid to let go of old pieces of myself because I thought that was, you know, I was going to lose me or I was going to lose other people. And while that can be true and feel uncomfortable because I feel like you do have to go through some death processes. Um, yeah. Something that's always grounded me is like, you can't lose love and you can never lose who you are and who you've been. Like mm-hmm. it'll always be part of you while you're simultaneously growing shifting changing and evolving (laughs) yeah so true that kind of goes back to too what we mentioned earlier about like the body always has truth and then the mind is what's like conditioned I feel like when we are dying to ourself what we're really doing is like releasing conditioning releasing things of like who we think we are and also releasing things of like when we go through something that's so hard like we want to hold on to it as a sense of like, this is my identity. Look at what I've been through. I'm so strong because I made it through this. And then we don't realize that in wanting to be strong, like what we're actually doing is we're like showing up as a victim. Something that I've been in the receiving end of that like just really sucks is when someone is like, oh, I went through this. Like you, you can do it. Like kind of like belittling your experience and I forget where I was going with this. It just like floated away. <laughs> oh, that's okay. There was something that you said though, like when we are like holding on to something or um, what, what the vision that was coming to me while you were talking was like, there's this, like I was picturing this, this, this identity. There's the, the identity piece. We want to like hold on to this part of us because we identify with it so strongly. And so when you hold, but like, that's like with, 
And so we're afraid to lose it. But like with anything, like when you hold on so tightly or there's this contraction, mm. it causes physical pain. Like if I let yeah. go of my fingers, like you can see marks. It's like if you are so tightly holding on and gripping and mm-hmm. controlling and contracting, like because you think that it's making you stronger or it's keeping you safe, you're actually only wounding yourself. And those people like around you and within you like so much more than if you allow yourself to surrender like the piece of surrendering or letting go and trusting in the universe or life itself or your own source when you let go like that's so much more freeing and liberating for yourself and those that you love and life can then work through you but when you're so clung to an identity um, or this part of you then like you're going to experience restriction. You're going to experience um, mm-hmm. some suffering because you're resisting what life is trying to move through you and you're not letting it move. You got to mm-hmm. let go and soften and open up mm-hmm. so it can move and flow. Yeah. And like emotions, energy and motion, it's going to want to move <laughs> through you. And when you let go, that's when the emotion can actually freaking move. And that's when you can have a much more elegant graceful death process and arise that you feel good about even if it fucking hurts mm-hmm. or scary you can know like I th- at least felt for something like for me like when I'm going through a death process I'm like well I know that I'm growing and I'm loving myself here and through this and I'm and I'm gonna be here with myself as long as it as long as it takes and I'm really fucking proud of myself and I'm excited to see what's on the other side. Like I'm, but I'm going to allow myself to be here while I'm in it. Cause I know it's for me. Mm-hmm. It's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so really true. Yes. What's, <laughs> what's interesting too, about this like metaphor of death is like taking it even deeper. If you sit and really like accept the truth that like one day this body that you're in like is going to go to death like that's the journey that we're all on and it's Mm -hmm. the journey that like society likes to like hide or not talk about but when you can sit with and actually like meditate on this like truth and accept it of like one day my time here is going to be done a lot, a lot of emotion will come up. A lot of resistance will come up. A lot of like, you'll realize like what you're attached to, like your your daughter or your loved ones or whoever it is that you're like, oh, I don't want to leave them. But if you can sit with that and like really transmute whatever it is that you feel, I feel like that kind of like alchemizes some of that fear with like being with your emotions And for me, it puts me in this place of like, all right, if my time here is temporary, then why the fuck not? Would I not start a podcast? Why would I not start a business? Like, why would I not lead women to liberate themselves? Why would I not talk about things on Instagram that make me feel like I'm going to be canceled? Like, why would I hold myself back ever? yes queen if I know I'll die one day (laughs) that's exactly what I was thinking as you were sharing that I was like it's actually so liberating when we can come to terms with and actually like allow and embrace the fact that we are 
going to die and we don't have to be afraid of it and like yeah you're still human so it's natural to be to be afraid but like when you really do tune into that it's liberating and it sets you free and then it's like you can reshape it to work for you you're like oh my gosh I literally like YOLO oh my gosh it really (laughs) is a great like okay as cheesy as it is so like you only live once like oh my gosh okay why why would I not do literally every single thing that is on my heart that my heart desires why would I ever play small why wouldn't Mm -hmm. I allow myself to reach for the stars and at least try at least go for it at least like why wouldn't I allow myself to taste everything that I could possibly taste Mm -hmm. and experience in this lifetime Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and there's a big surrender piece there of like you're surrendering to death and coming back to the feminine practices that's why I think like embodiment work is so important like for me, the work, the work with my body didn't start necessarily an embodiment work. But now that I like know what embodiment is, I'm like, oh, it started when I started going to yoga classes. And in the end of yoga class, like you're laying there in corpse pose, you're laying there, like surrendering, you're dying, you're like metaphorically dying. Yeah. And you work at that on the body level and it really does eventually over time sink into the mind where you're just like, yeah, one day, like when that time comes, like all I can do is surrender. That's all I can do to have a comfortable experience. Yes. (laughs) All you can do is surrender into more of you because even death Mm. is still a part of you because like, Mm you know mm-hmm, all of this all of this is a part of us so even death we can we can like greet it with a kiss with like with love because like with anything in life you are a part of all of it and so like I love as you were sharing that that perspective came and I was like yeah like even even death is is me in the yeah. most humbling yeah. way yeah. but like you know like we're all we're all one you're all of it like you're the universe experience self all of those sayings like true and mm-hmm. beautiful but like even when you really do think about it it's like oh yeah like I kind of set this process up for myself beautifully intentionally on purpose and it's okay if like my human doesn't remember because my soul does mm-hmm. and my soul can embrace it and love it yeah yeah that makes me wonder if like that's why death is really hidden in our modern society like death sexuality what else Mm -hmm. femininity Mm -hmm. like those things are all very like shame is attached to them or it's like don't don't be feminine don't um it's just like suppressed and these are spaces for such like spiritual growth oh my and gosh. love <laughs> yeah like don't feel too much pleasure because that's selfish and like you can't do that or talk about it so like okay fine so your whole your all your own sexual practices or your sexual experiences with lovers or people like partners or whatever it might be that's often behind closed doors and in the closet which like mm-hmm. I get it and we're the like- only animals that do that we are the only creatures that do that. I don't know why, but I mean, honestly, I can, I can appreciate it for what it is, but at the same time, I feel like part of our work here is to just talk about it more and bring light to it because it's such mm-hmm. a beautiful, natural thing. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, sex, death, rebirth, all of those, 
mm-hmm. things. And it's making me think of in astrology, like the eighth house, which Scorpio is like associated with the eighth house, like rules over death, sex, transformation. Ooh. It's no wonder that transformation is in the same house as death and sex. Because that is where like... Mm. You are I don't even know this. I'm like Ooh. liberated. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love, I love this stuff. And like, um, I have a lot, like my son and my Mercury are both in the eighth house. So, and like, I'm a Scorpio rising. So like death, sex, transformation, that is shit that I'm all up over and about. And I will continue to dive into that. Like, I love it. But, um, it's definitely been like shamed in society and it's things that I was like afraid to to explore those parts of me even though mm-hmm. the deepest parts of me wanted to and I think it's because a part of my soul knew that that was where the greatest transformation was going to be hence transformation mm-hmm. being part of the eighth house like mm-hmm. it's just that's just part of it so when you have like when you have a really incredible like sexual experience I don't know about you but my body feels like it's transformed it's like renewed in some sort of way sometimes like when I have really incredible sexual experiences or like my body is tingling it reminds me I'm like feels like energy is moving or it's releasing and I am quite literally Mm -hmm. shedding and releasing this old energy and bringing Mm. in this life force energy that's being created through this experience right now Mm mm-hmm you know, and that's life giving and that's beautiful. Yeah. We want to like, we yeah. want to talk about that. And yeah, it's creation which... too. It's creative energy. Like that's how we're all created. And with the death piece as well with creation, like if we're always creating more and more things and we're never taking a moment to purge and be like, all right, this needs to die. Get a re- I have to release this, that we're making like a million creations that aren't potent. <laughs> Instead of like doing the work we're meant to, to doing the work that we came here to do. Yeah. And, (laughs) and at least for me, it's like, I always want to remember to like not lose the heart of it Mm -hmm. because when I'm not bringing my awareness to what it is that I'm doing, then I can easily create things mindlessly which then makes me, because we're master creators, so we're literally mm-hmm. always creating. And when I'm not paying attention, I'll create shit that I actually didn't want for myself. And then mm. it's usually it's usually still a blessing. So I'm like, oh, this is a good wake up call to start being yeah. more aware. Still, it's a gift. But like when you can intentionally um, bring your awareness to your everyday life and just your presence, then you can really start creating from a place um, that like your heart is leading and desiring and I feel like it's from a much more aligned and authentic place and that's taking your full power and authority back in life and in the world and it's gifting the world then with your presence and Mm -hmm. your creation yeah I love that that gets to be a gift both to ourselves and everyone around us yes it totally (laughs) does it is and that's some that's a piece that's really helped me because I was definitely stuck in this game of self, of being selfish, thinking Mm. that my growth and my healing was selfish Mm. because I took a Mm -hmm. lot of time to like shut the world out and just go in 
And I remember hearing things on the outside, like from my parents or from old friends or whatever it might be, that it's selfish. Mm. And like I and I used to carry that. And then it wasn't until I got the awareness and remembered who the fuck I was and why I was doing this. And I'm like, this isn't selfish. Like, and yeah. if it is selfish, call me selfish and I'm okay with it. But it's actually selfless because we are all connected. We're part of that one body, the one mind is I'm healing myself. Like I'm healing the world. And as I heal and liberate myself, it's an invitation to invite somebody else into that too, just through the being that is me. That's why I love for you to be. I'm like, you're literally free to be. You yourself are the medicine. You yourself are the medicine. So as you heal yourself, just being like, and you're shedding these layers and you're growing, just being yourself, like you're inspiring the world. And like, as people are in your presence, they're receiving codes from you or like just your energy itself is healing and liberating Mm -hmm. through your own unique expression and through my own unique expression and through the listener who's listening through their ears like their own unique expression like is the gift that they don't Mm -hmm. have to do anything you're being alone it's already doing that your energy itself is already doing that so it's a beautiful thing so keep doing it (laughs) what you want to do yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so there's questions that I like to ask every one of my guests and I'm feeling called to move into it now so that we have time to like because I feel like this could weave into some some magic here so the first question is what does self-love mean to you Mm. Okay, it's a beautiful question. I'm going to tune into my heart so that I answer it from a, a feel like a more authentic place. Because mm-hmm. that's something that I've also been allowing myself to do. It's like instead of just like answering right away or yeah. maybe being in the mind, it's like I'm going to take a second and drop into the body mm-hmm. and allow <laughs> allow that. Yeah. And let that be okay. So self-love to me is essentially loving yourself through all versions of you, all expressions of you, and all parts of you. So it's self-love is inviting in all parts of you back to yourself and to to your center, to your home. And letting whatever is there have a seat at the table and it all Mm. has, it all holds value. And it's all beautiful, equal, beautiful value. Like there's no hierarchy. There's no good or bad or right or wrong. They're all welcome at the table. And you as the observer with this unconditional love gets to look at all parts of you and gets to love all parts of you and still choose like how it wants to move forward and embody but it doesn't shame or make any part of you bad or wrong so mm-hmm. like self-love includes honesty vulnerability and it it includes being seen yeah. allowing yourself to be seen it includes having compassion it includes being heard like all parts deserve to be felt <laughs> seen heard loved valued Mm-hmm. That self-love to me is being able to do that for yourself and coming from this lens of 
of unconditional love, which can be so hard, at least like for me, like I can judge the shit out of myself a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's such a practice, but because I am devoted to self-love, like I'm always able to come back and, and have compassion for myself when I notice the judgment, even that's a part of me that gets to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like loving yourself, even when you're not being your own best caretaker, you yes. know, and, and how liberating is it that like all of, all of us, all experiences of us gets to have a seat at the table, like you just said, including the emotions that, the world tells us we shouldn't have or mm-hmm. the things that we might love like yeah for a lot of us feminine beings like we love sex we love pleasure we love Did you it hear that we love it we, <laughs> we love it i love it <laughs> and yes, yet the and world I- tells us like oh that's wrong you're a slut or <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and i'm so done with that like yeah, same. you're a slut or you're a whore you you're like what is wrong with you you're like way too sexually active like I had somebody <laughs> say that to me the other day like you're just really <laughs> super sexual aren't you and I'm like I'm just a fucking woman who loves yeah. to feel and deserves to feel and yeah maybe I am a sexual being I think we all are and I love mm-hmm. that about me because it feels really fucking good and it's empowering and that's like okay mm-hmm that's part of this life this life force energy that gets to be moved and created through us and so yeah yeah all parts of us get to have seats at the table even even that judge piece which for me mm-hmm. was really liberating because I've made parts of myself bad and yeah. some parts right and some parts wrong that's why I included like there is no right or wrong because that's been a journey I've had to go through and I still go through because I've made parts of myself wrong or I've been in this perpetual state of healing thinking that I need to keep being healed and it's mm. like actually no yeah like, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be spinning in that wheel anymore like, I'm whole complete worthy and wholly lovable right here right now exactly as I am mm-hmm. and all parts get to get to be seen and expressed and yeah (laughs) it's it's beautiful it's really beautiful I so resonate with all of that have you heard the song um by someone called Tony Jones healing is not my purpose is she the like rapper conscious woman yes yeah she has like I was on her website the other day and she has like um a mental health meetup thing like I I think they do like a once a month call and I'm like oh I would be in that membership but like her her lyrics are very inspiring and she has a song called healing is not my purpose and yeah. she talks about how like we don't need to be always busy healing like taking breaks and integrating and rest is also productive oh my gosh and so is play enjoy and so is play that is oh the play piece is something I have to keep reminding myself of like just just the other day I was driving I was driving home from meeting someone who I met on Instagram in person and it was such a inspiring experience and I'm driving home and this song that I really love by Pink Floyd comes on and I was just like yes I love this song I haven't heard it in forever and as I was driving, I'm like, man, I don't make space for the side of me that like loves certain music because I'm always like, you know, like serving my clients or working on my business or busy with with things. 
And it's interesting because the song was called Comfortably Numb. And I was thinking of like just the title of it and how like when we don't make space for certain parts of ourselves, we become numb. And then when we stay in that, like that becomes a comfort zone. Yeah. And then so to break out and make the space for ourselves to to have the space for play, which can feel so uncomfortable sometimes. Cause like what comes up for me sometimes is like, Oh, I'm wasting my time. Like I need to do something productive. Oh my gosh. Which I feel like is like, kind of like a little bit of like a wounded masculine piece yeah. of us. Right. Yeah. For sure. I-, I feel you. And we've also been programmed to be like, you need to be in school and do your homework and do this and mm-hmm. that and go to get college and all the things. Right. Like always overworking to succeed. But sorry to like weave in through to like come no through it's perfect that, like, I definitely resonate with what you're saying and feeling like we don't have enough time for play mm. is such an illusion because to me like our natural state is one of love and joy and peace so like our soul loves to play and what I have found is like the more I play the more I actually create more time for myself and the more shit just magically gets done. Like, I feel like that's tapping into your infinite potential. Yeah, for sure. And, and like comfortably numb. Like also when you were saying that I was tuning in, it's like when we do like experience this numbness or this, this maybe it's like this feeling of we're settling Mm -hmm. again, like no judgment, no right or wrong. But like, if you're just realizing that there's a part of you that actually doesn't want it, but you're comfortable there, it can be, it can feel really challenging to get out of that. And it can be easy to play victim, like we talked yeah. about earlier. Mm-hmm. But it takes true strength, courage, and bravery to like actually really look at that and be like, no, I, I choose, I choose more for myself. I choose to love myself here and I choose to move forward and allow myself to create space for myself to get uncomfortable. <laughs> to feel weird to try something different to change the radio station to call a a random friend that I haven't talked to in a long time to randomly clap my hands and make weird sounds like whatever it might be (laughs) I choose to break up the paradigm that I'm in right now and shift things and just see what happens and keep trusting that flow Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really powerful (laughs) and important on the journey So the next question I have is what makes you feel the most grounded? Mm, I'm doing it right now. (laughs) I'm suddenly just (laughs) taking like pauses and deep intentional breaths Mm -hmm. is what makes me feel the most grounded. Like there's a reason that I went into breathwork facilitation. I'm like breathwork grounds me and it connects me back to the truth of who I am. Mm, that's my yes. experience yes yeah. and so I love I love it breath is like the breath of life it creates life through me it helps me release old energy like it, it's beautiful but it helps me feel grounded and it's it's fascinating because at the same time and this is like part of the paradox of life at the same time it can also make me feel like I'm leaving my body or reaching other states of consciousness right it's like yeah. so fascinating I'm like wait is that part of the duality of life like there's yeah, always it is yeah <laughs> and that's beautiful and perfect and okay but yeah what helps ground me is is breathing and maybe putting a hand on my heart or my womb space and just and just breathing and being with myself 
Mm. And slowing down helps ground me. I mean, there's a ton of grounding practices that I have, but that is probably my favorite one. And it's always accessible. Mm hmm because your breath yeah. is just with you you could always. be like imprisoned and you can still do breath work <laughs> you can still do breath work yes so breath work helps ground me earlier too when I asked you what self-love means to you and you took that moment to like close your eyes and take a breath and let it let it land I think that was also first of all a beautiful way to ground and also like a beautiful answer to the question of like what does self-love mean to you like that is it in action like first you responded to the question by like doing the action of tuning in mm -hmm. before speaking so yeah I just yes. wanted to bring that in <laughs> oh my gosh thanks for seeing me in that that makes me feel so good and it makes me feel received and it makes me feel loved so thank you for uh, loving me in my own self-love and that's the beautiful thing about love is that it just keeps growing and feeding each other mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. thank you for acknowledging that you're welcome it's really good so i save the best most juicy and exquisite question for last and then we'll go into mm -hmm. where people can find you and the kind of work you do and we'll close out our space. Okay. So my favorite question, what is your favorite part about being a woman? Oh, wow. <laughs> this is such a good question. There's so many answers to this question. What is my favorite part about being a woman? Mm. Mm. Well, first of all, just having like a pussy and like a yoni and a womb space that's fucking badass I love it <laughs> I love it it's like literally the portal to to God to the universe yeah. to life like it literally I'm like well we just carry that in us all the time mm -hmm. I I love I love that and I love being a woman and I was just actually reflecting on this over the weekend because I went um which I was touching with you earlier like we went on this I went on this retreat in Boulder for um, this Dojo Immerse program that I'm in, it's a sisterhood with like, I think there was like nine or 10 of us. And like the, the power and honor that like it is to be a woman is incredible. And also that like the magic that happens when a bunch of women come together is just absolutely mind-blowing to me and when we can come together with our own prayers and our own intentions but then also a collective prayer and collective intentions and the power of our pure hearts and presence and deep care mm. like I see you I mean that is such a gift so like sisterhood has been such a gift to me and like being surrounded by other powerful women has been such a gift and it's definitely been triggering as well and like there's some wounds there mm. but through being in it because it's only while you're in it that you can see it you can really start to heal it and transmute it and transform it and I'm just blown away by the pure unconditional love that I get to be met with by these other incredible women and like woman like you and like I really feel like you deeply care about me and my success and my well-being and my joy and my creativity like I care about you like 
and all of us rising and that's not just for women like I care about that for men too but there's something about (laughs) there's something about women and other women and just knowing that we're both women and it's just like yes like I see like there's (laughs) something about it is I don't can't I don't know how to put words to it but my body feels it and it it feels so good and it's such a gift and I feel like we're just so intuitive and like really creative and juicy and loving and infinite and limitless it's such a gift to be a woman here and to feel and to invite ourselves and other people into deeper and deeper love I mean Mm. anybody can do that but I really feel that strongly as a woman like I feel that in me and Mm -hmm. I'm a woman so I'm just like that's just I love that about about myself and about being a woman my heart is (laughs) vibrating like receiving those words I'm just like "Mm, yes (laughs) yes and I feel like I could keep talking to you for like hours just like with everything you just brought up now (laughs) we probably could we could yeah there are a few pieces where I'm like I could go here I could go there but Mm -hmm. I want to honor your time and I so appreciate Mm. that you're here. I so honor you and see you and also just like celebrate you for like where you're at at such a young age. You're 25. (laughs) And like, I remember when I was 25, I I had like, I was a year into my yoga practice and like everything was just, just starting to shift and just like seeing, just seeing how you're like in it now. I'm just like, wow, like this woman is going to incredible places. So I just oh want you to, to know that. <laughs> I'm just going to receive that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> My being feels so good too. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to like to connect with you and to speak with you and share this time together. And I mean, I see you, I see you on Instagram and I see you cheering me on. And like, I just, (laughs) I want you to know that like, I'm here for you too. And like, I'm really grateful um, for you. And yeah, and I like, I'm excited to see like you continue on your journey and touch all of the people that you're touching and like continuing to blossom and grow and create it's just it's really special uh, what we're both Thank what you. we're both doing here yeah it's like so beautiful yeah that we even get to do it like that could be a whole conversation as well well there were so <laughs> many things that you were say- touching on that I was like and it was like you were saying at the end I was like I we could definitely go that way oh we can definitely go that way oh I have like 300 things I could say about <laughs> that thing which I love and it just like to me shows like how in alignment we are and like I really Mm -hmm. I just have to add like I really do really feel seen by you and that feels so good so so thank you yeah you're so welcome so so for everyone that's tuned in where can they find you tell us about the work that you do and all of that juicy stuff okay yes so you can find me on Instagram. That's like my favorite place to connect with people. It's at free to be underscore Annaline. Um, you can also, which I'm sure 
if you need to know how to spell Annalene, it's probably I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. The show notes. <laughs> perfect. Thank you. Um, so like connect with me on there. I love to connect with people on Instagram. That's definitely my favorite way. Otherwise, like I am on I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, but like I don't use it. Like Instagram is my go-to. She's my number one babe. Like <laughs> Instagram. And I'm also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I have um, a podcast of my own. It's the Free to Be podcast. But also if you just look up Annaline, you might be able to find it easier. But the Free to Be podcast, Free to Be is like hashtag free to be is the mission. It's like what I'm spreading like what I'm passionate about it's like I like we're all free to be our full authentic wild selves we're mm-hmm. allowed to be multifaceted we're allowed to be fluid we're allowed to shift and change and in our beingness even if we're doing absolutely nothing it's in the being not the doing that is that is whole that is wholly lovable that's wholly loving perfect complete and enough and worthy it's really just spreading that message of like freedom, abundance, peace, joy, pleasure, self-expression, all of those things. That's why we resonate so well with one another. But yeah, and so yes. I just I am I'm like a spiritual life coach, guru, guide, lover, mentor, and I'm all about those embodiment practices as well and breath work, facilitation, and visualization and dance are my go-to things and I'm amplifying the voice babe I'm bringing the voice yes. back yes yes, yes we yeah. want to hear your beautiful singing voice even more thank you <laughs> thank you so yeah it's been really like such a privilege and honor to be here and I'm really just desiring to help um all everybody has their u- unique expression and essence right you have mm-hmm. your own I have my own and I just really desire everybody to be able to fully express themselves we are so supported too and we're all so beautiful and divine creatrixes Mm -hmm. and like creators and yeah I just want all of us to be able to really know that and sink into that and lead with our hearts and love one another so yeah that's me thank you so much thank you for joining me thank you for being here Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.